Sign up for the newsletter so you never miss an update. Download our app in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting show, the weekly daily episodic episode of KLP Aftermath with your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Welcome back to the show live here from Oxford College of Emory University here in the special collections room. We are back in front of the screens, in front of the camera, in front of the mic for you guys for yet another exciting episode. Today is a beautiful Thursday, October 14th, and let me tell y'all, coming to campus and really seeing that students are going to classes and getting ready for not only just finishing out the week but getting ready for the weekend is impactful. Today I am so excited to say that of course today starts basketball season here at Oxford College of Emory University Athletics. Um, Yes we've talked about so many other sports in the series so far but we are excited to talk about basketball on today's show because this will be a season that I am going to really enjoy because not only that I'm going to be talking about it here on the podcast, but I get to see it. You know, I get to see the guys play and really see how it works. I am ready for it. I'm ready to see the next wave of things, the next wave of sports to come on. And today has been kind of a busy one because I'm seeing coaches, I'm seeing uh, the sports direction, uh, sports information director. Jose, I'm seeing Coach Dub. He's an athletic director and head basketball coach. And of course, we have been kind of busy today setting up for basketball, getting things ready. I just saw them walking across the library doing a tour as well. So we're busy today. So it's that good kind of busy where um, a lot of students are getting ready for tonight. The game will be at 7 p.m. in the Center of Health for a helpful living, of course, Williams Hall. If you are an Oxford uh, College of Emory University student and you're looking for somewhere to be tonight, be at Williams Hall at 7 p.m. to see the basketball game. This is the season kind of opener. This is kind of, it counts as a scrimmage uh, for tonight, but you know, it's just to see where the boys are at to see how good of, of players they can be that I know they can be and of course for the coaches to make their, make their notes and just kind of get, get us excited for the basketball season because it is a season that um, is going to be quite exciting I'm ready for the season to kick off I'm ready for the season to start um, for basketball as you guys can see and I did do this on purpose I know last episode I talked about tennis and somehow I was wearing the Emory uh, Oxford uh, tennis shirt yesterday's episode but I did this intentionally of course I'm wearing the Emory Oxford basketball shirt here today on today's show live KLP Aftermath live from the special collections room of course now we're going to open up the show with our of course like what what we like to call the fun fact of today 
you guys loved it. Let's see. So far, I've been talking about the Tootsie Pop. I talked about the tallest man. I talked about ketchup. I talked about Barbie from Mattel. I talked about, um, and as you guys can see, I can't really remember what I talked about because we've done so many of these episodes so far. So we're really deep into it. And I'm excited to kind of announce that we can announce it on today's show. Why not? Of course, season two of KLP Aftermath is coming y'all so uh, i'm probably going to do like official announcement later on um as we wrap up this semester in this season um of course you guys really do be liking the show so we will be renewed for season two so an early announcement for you guys out there season two of klp aftermath will come in the year of 2022 so i can't wait so excited so i can talk about more stuff so it'll be the spring well kind of winter springtime for season two so it's interesting to see how that's going to play out for sure so fun fact of the day for klp aftermath of course plato started out as a wallpaper cleaner before the head of the struggling company realized non-toxic material made a good modeling play for children to uh, and rebranded it for plato if you guys remember uh, Play-Doh when you were a kid. Yes, I had my own set of Play-Doh. Yes, my parents hated us having Play-Doh because it was so messy and they had to clean it up. But I do remember um, playing with Play-Doh and made some really dope stuff in Play-Doh, and especially in art class back in the day. This was, I have to say, this was, it felt like 30 years ago and I'm only 25. It felt like a whole century ago where we were, as kids, we were playing with Play-Doh and we were making some dope stuff in art class and we got to bring it home and you show it off to your friends or your family members and say hey look what I made so I do remember Play-Doh playing with Play-Doh was very very fun when I was a kid um and I wonder I posed a question and this is kind of a challenge question I'm probably gonna put this in the poll do kids nowadays still play with Play-Doh I mean I haven't seen a Play-Doh commercial in a while so it makes me believe that do kids play with Play-Doh because nowadays you got kids and looks listen to me sound like an old man nowadays you have kids that plays with technology they're 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 kids that are five that's playing playstation or xbox when they're five years old now that's what kids are playing they're not playing with their action figures anymore they're not playing with tinker toys they're not playing with matchbox you guys remember matchbox y'all know what i'm talking about matchbox but the kids are not playing with that kind of stuff anymore they got iphones when they're were five years old now i saw this kid true story I can't remember where where I was, but there's this kid who had the brand spanking new iPhone that their parents just got. And I posed this question, and I know this is kind of off topic, but this is this is kind of related. Kids today, let's listen to me, sound like an old man. Kids today have the advantage to have these advanced technologies at a young age. When I was a kid, when I was five years old, we had Play-Doh. We played with Play-Doh. We played with Tinker Toys. I had a cool set of Matchboxes, and Matchbox was cool, y'all, back in the day. That was my toys when I was five years old. Nowadays, kids, they have their own PlayStation. They got their own iPhone, and I didn't have that kind of advantage when I was a kid. I didn't have none of that. So, as a kid growing up, we, we had toys. We didn't have technology like that because when I was a kid, I'm going to say it was the... I want to say it had to be in the early 2000s or 1999, I would say, when I turned four. And, that, you know, that was the, I mean, that we, we had toys. We didn't have technology like we do now. So when I was four or five years old, 1999, early 2000-ish, 
that's what we had. We we had toys when we were kids. So it's very interesting the dynamics of it. Of course, Plato started off as a wallpaper cleaner before the head of the struggling company realized that non-toxic uh, material made for good modeling play for children and rebranding. Of course, that's Plato. Um, that kids are well, kids back in the day. We played with Play-Doh, so I, I pose that question: Do kids still play with Play-Doh or not? I'm very interested to see if they do because kids today they just don't they just they just don't play with that kind of stuff anymore. Which is is, is interesting that they don't, but they don't. So, of course, moving on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, for the KLP aftermath. Of course, we have some news announcements coming right out of uh, Oxford College of Emory University for sure. Some good news, y'all. Some very, very good news that are coming out. Of course, I mentioned it today. Basketball season is in the work starting today, 7 p.m. So if you guys uh, don't want to miss it, you really don't want to miss this, of course, they have it coming out for sure. Basketball season. Of course, this is kind of a new thing we're going to do too. And this was for the faculty and staff of Emory University. Now, if you guys know the, the hint of the show, it's KLP Aftermath Live from Emory. Yes, we are branded here in Oxford College of Emory University, but I like to talk about Emory news in general because, you know, we're, we're, we're in the Emory brand. Believe it or not, we are Emory. A lot of people like to differentiate a little bit between us because our, our, our the name of the school is Oxford College of Emory University, but technically we are in Emory University. So, uh, I have to kind of diversify that a little bit so that way people know um, what to expect for sure. Of course, uh, homecoming is coming and a cross-country road trip of Swoops Streets. Of course, Emory will be celebrating homecoming October 16th through the 24th with a full schedule of on-campus events. Uh, the week also includes the 2036 kickoff event on Friday. That's going to be October 22nd and the return of Homecoming Parade and Festival on Saturday, October 23rd. So don't really know too much about if this is going to be at the Oxford College level or is it just going to be the Emory University campus in Atlanta. Um, very, very exciting for sure because it, it, it's, it's quite exciting. Of course, leading up to the kickoff of 2036, of course, Emory's campus focused on investing in people for the benefit, uh, excuse me, for the benefit of the people. On Friday, October 22nd, from 10 to 3, the quad will open to you an immersive experience like no other. Interactive thrones, food giveaways, and more. Uh, no registration is required for that as well. So, um, again, not too sure if this was for Oxford College, but it is Emory. So, if you do go to Emory in the Atlanta campus, uh, I really recommend you guys going out there to these events because homecoming, let me tell you, homecoming was one of those events when I was a college student that I needed to go to. I needed to go to homecoming. I, I have been, I've been to my uh, college homecoming for the first year. I didn't go the second year. And then I think after that, I graduated. But homecoming is one of those things where it's fun because you get to meet your peers you get to meet your classmates you get to see homecoming king and queen back in my day when i was in, in college and i say back in the day but i mean this was months ago really we've had it to where we would have homecoming at the sports games where ggc had a soccer match whether it's men well it was a men's and women's uh duo show that they did and they hosted homecoming we've had 
and I was a marketing assistant at that time. We've had bounce houses. We had t-shirt cannon. We had students coming out. We had towels. We had food. We crowned king and queen. So it was a really in, a joyous environment for that for sure. So I really do hope Emory does something so something kind of similar to that because homecoming is one of those things where it's needed. And a lot of college campuses now that I've seen that they're trying to be a little bit more open with their events now. Post-COVID, well, and I say post-COVID, COVID's still here, but after COVID-19 shutdown, I say in quotations, because we're kind of, it's sticky. We're still kind of in this recession, this, uh, this pandemic. But a lot of things are starting to be a little bit more open where they're having the festivals. Uh, I did get an email, not trying to cross the brand here, but I did get an email from DGC to participate in Grizzly Fest. So it's, they're starting, college campuses are starting to open up a little bit more. Um, and it's just, it's, it's, it's interesting dynamic. It's an interesting dynamic. Of course, this Nesna news is coming from Emory, of course, answering questions about pregnancy and COVID-19. And I wanted to talk about this on the show because I have I had some friends, some colleagues who were pregnant, mixed in the mix of COVID-19. And in fact, my cousin, she's actually pregnant and I just did a photo shoot with her and her boyfriend. Pregnancy and COVID-19, this for pregnant women, I would say this was a hard thing that uh, young mothers had to do endure with COVID-19 and being pregnant with their job layoffs, maybe their husband, Assuming that they have the husband in the picture, you know, had to be laid off because of COVID. And now he needs to find his way to support the baby of the mother. A lot of mothers don't, unless you're strong enough. A lot of mothers, when you're pregnant, they don't work. They take maternal leave. So it is an interesting dynamic that pregnancy happened. Well, it's it's happening in, in, during COVID-19. And I'm very interested to see how people or mothers work through COVID-19 while they're pregnant. First off, I want to say, loosely on the show, KLP Aftermath, women out there in the world, you guys are warriors. I've seen pregnancy. My friends who were pregnant, they tell me all the stories and all the things they have to go through, body changing, body movement, things change in their life, very emotional, hormones kick in. These things kick in. So, I applaud my women who are pregnant, especially during this pandemic. I applaud you ladies because you guys, you guys are going through it. And, and for us guys, we, we got it easy. We got to, we got to announce and we got to say very loose on the show. Us guys, we have it easy because we don't have to deal with none of that. So, you know, of course, Emory, um, of course, Emory uh, owns, uh, Denise Jamison joins Emory. Um, ep- ep- I can't even, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it because I'm going to butcher that. Epimelologist. Oh, I'm probably going to get clowned on this show. I'm trying, I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying. Uh, Jody Guest to answer questions about pregnancy and COVID-19, including while vaccination is so important for pregnant people, of course. So good for the health, good for the mind, good for the spirit. Um, I really recommend you guys, if you are, so, and, and it, it happens, you know, I've had friends who went to college, who went to DGC, and who were pregnant, and they got it done. So, um, if you are pregnant in Emory, whoever you are, I really advise you guys to seek this information. Not only it's good, valuable information, but it allows you to learn a little bit more about your pregnancy plan and what to expect and what to uh, do in the mix of you 
being uh, pregnant. So I really recommend you guys take advantage of that because that's one of the things that, you know, it's a free resource to all Emory students. And it's just, it's always good. It's always good to have that good resource when it comes down to it, um, for sure, to have that resource available to you when you need it, especially if you are uh, pregnant here at Oxford College or Emory University in Atlanta, doesn't matter, free resources. I really recommend you guys taking a look at that free resource. Of course, now we get onto the juiciness of the show. You guys know we like to do. Sometimes we like to step outside of the Emory brand a little bit to talk about some really exciting news and some things that really piqued my interest that is very valuable for today's show. And you guys love it when we do these stories and I do my taste. You guys love it. So of course, Sprinklegate, the British bakery reported for using illegal U.S. Sprink, uh, sprinkler, sprink, sprinkles. I, I'm trying to pronounce these words, y'all. Sprinkles. Uh, if you guys don't know what sprinkles are, they're just like the little candy, little sugary things that you put on ice cream, you put it in your brownie, you put it on your cookie. Um, I don't eat this stuff on a, on a daily basis. I don't, I don't really remember the last time I've had little sprinklers to, to put in your dessert. Um, I am a huge dessert guy. I'm a, I'll now say this very loosely. Luckily, I, I work out and just don't, you know, but ice cream is one of my favorite desserts of all time. And I don't know, last episode, we talked about pound cake. So, of course, now I'm talking about ice cream on this. So, of course, the British bakery get baked for, I like that, British bakery, bakery to get baked for forced to shut down for a day after an anonymous customer reported of its using illegal U.S. sprinklers. Of course, there's uh, articles coming from Carrie Bean. You might, you might think sprinklers are uh, uh, cheerful, harmless dessert toppings, but one British baker, uh, bakery, excuse me, a certain brand of illegal American sprinkles caused it to close its doors for a day and remove two stable items from its menu. Of course, Get Baked, a bake, and Get Baked, that's the name of it, Get Baked, a bakery based in Leeds, England, wrote on Facebook in early October that they will be used, they will be closed the next day for several reasons, staff training, the need to catch up on other work, exhaustion, amongst employees and recent level visit uh, excuse me a recent lovely visit from trading standards it's very good that they're shutting down for the um employee exhaustion um i read this today no this was yesterday i got home and this was on something some article i was i think it was on ap's article that in the months of august september and now october We've had a tremendous jump of people quitting their jobs. People are quitting. People are quitting because they're exhausted. People are quitting because they had enough. And I am kind of in that statistic because I didn't quit. I I resigned because, of course, I was coming to Emory. But I left one job because of exhaustion to go to another job that's less exhausting, which is Oxford College of Emory University, where... I'm facilitating facilities, making sure things are set up, doing some paperwork, and of course, hosting the show. So it's good that this company is closed down so that way it gives the workers a break. A lot of people, a lot of companies out there are not giving their employees a break. They're not. They're exhausted and they're still working to this day, working hard. So I applaud them for that. Staff training, um, they closed down for staff training for sure. The Training Standards is the British agency that responses, uh, excuse me, responses to customer concerns and complaints regarding business practices. 
I've worked. My last company, I think, I wish we had this in America. And I'm sure we have this in America somewhere. We need some training standards, of course, to in regards to better business practice. Let me tell you guys, and I say this very loosely on today's show, business practices are so important. Not only that I went to school to learn this kind of stuff, and I know about business, better business practice and work ethic. Shout out to Dan Nolan, chief of staff of TGC. Well, it used to be, he just retired. He taught me that stuff. Finding your business practice and practicing ethical code is so important. I say that very loosely on the show because now there's a lot of companies that think they can get away with a lot of stuff and they really can't. If you really went to school, got educated about this business and you're not doing better ethic codes, not practicing your good business practice, you are ethically wrong and you could be a lawsuit for that too. So just a, just a word, word, words of encouragement to my business owners out there who are uh, illegitimate. Uh, of course, the illegal sprinkle, uh, sprinkle, sprinkles, get it right, sprinkles, um, that um, that get back reference in the post are manufactured in the United States and are banned in the United Kingdom because of one of their uh, ingredients. Of course, E127, I don't know what that is, uh, is only approved use for candied cherries, according to a statement of the agency gave to BBC. It's real. Different countries have different uh, trading standards. Um, so I, I get why they need to shut down because when you're in a different country and if you are producing something that is banned um, and it's, it's government, it's, it's all government. If they're, if government say you cannot use that, you know not to use that because government has the FBI investigating you. You have people watching you. Government controls a good deal of things. So I understand their shutdown. I understand the reason for their shutdown. Uh, I am glad that they did shut down because a lot of companies, if you keep going with this growth, you keep pushing the button, I'll say. If you keep being illegal with this bad substance of E-127, don't really know what that is. But if you keep, if this is banned in your country, you know not to use it. Um, so it's very interesting that they have these trading standards um, to make sure that people are number one practicing the better business, um, better business practices. But you know about the standards, and you know what's illegal, what's not illegal. So it was a very interesting story to learn a little bit more about the trading standard because you know when you do trade, and we kind of deal with trading here in America a little bit. There's some things that needs to be regulated here in America. So I understand that process. I understand about not trying to use banned substance uh, within your ingredient of what you're trying to do. A lot of foods out there, a lot of food companies, especially here in America, have to be very, very careful about what they put in their ingredients of whatever they're making, because some things might even be banned here in America. And if it's banned, it's banned. And government sees that if, if it's banned and you're still using it, of course, government can shut you down, can bankrupt you, can get you out of business. So get baked. I'm, I'm glad you you listen because a lot of businesses, they don't listen. They'll, they'll keep going. They'll keep going. If they, if they if businesses do something that they know that it's wrong, they're going to keep going. They're going to keep pushing. They're going to keep doing it because it sells. And sometimes your sales are not that important if it's illegal. It really is not. And this is a, it's a lesson out there. I tell a lot of my young entrepreneurs, because I'm an entrepreneur myself, you know, hustle, yes, make your money, yes, make your mark, yes. But if it's illegal, 
or if it's, it's number one, if it's copyrighted or if it's illegal, shut it down. And that's what we do here at KLP Entertainment in our studios. If I know something's wrong, something's not right, we shut it down. Shut it down because I don't want people looking at me as CEO. I don't want people looking at uh, my friend Tyrus as CFO. I don't want people looking at us wrong because we know we're practicing unethical business codes. So it's just my my little spiel to you guys. But let me know what you guys think. Of course, get baked. Had to shut down for the illegal. Uh, sprinkles uh, investigation that they got going on and of course they had to smoothing their statement a little bit they said we're closing it down because of staff training and exhaustion but it's kind of a in some of the parts might be true they might be shutting down for staff training but a lot of companies I've learned in school and I know it now a lot of companies do things for a certain reason and then their reason they say something that makes sense or it makes, it makes you think, okay, maybe they're doing that, but you don't want to be gullible. Again, I've worked the last company. I've, they've done some things, and they, they sugarcoated it a little bit. Speaking of the sprinkles, we're not sugarcoating that on there. They would sugarcoat some things on there, and it didn't make sense. It really didn't make sense. It was a cover-up. So um, watch out for those. Uh, people, young entrepreneurs, don't sugarcoat anything within your business. Whatever it is you do, don't sugarcoat it because it doesn't do your business no good. It makes your business look kind of fraudulent. Um, and, you know, you don't want that fraudulentness in your business. You just don't want it. We don't have no fraudulent in KLP Entertainment, so I don't encourage people to do fraudulent business practices within their business, whatever it is that you guys do out there in the world. So that's going to wrap it up here on today's show. Hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show. Um, just wanted to... Uh, announced today on today's show um we will not be doing a podcast tomorrow uh i'm sorry a lot of fans are probably gonna boo me right now um we didn't request this room our stage setup a special collections room for tomorrow um because they have something going on here right at six and that's not gonna be enough time for me to set up and perform a podcast for you guys so we're gonna skip this Friday, of course, we don't podcast Saturday, Sunday, Monday because we're off. We're not on camp. Well, I'm on campus, but we're busy on uh, Saturday. And then Sunday, Monday, we're off. We're not here. So Tuesday is when we're going to come back for you guys for the next podcast. I'm sorry. I know you guys are looking forward to the podcast tomorrow. We just don't have this room reserved for tomorrow, unfortunately, because they got something. Fortunately, but unfortunately, because they got something going on. So look forward to next Tuesday's episode for sure. So that way you guys don't miss the next podcast. So that's going to wrap it up here today. Of course, KOP Aftermath Live from Oxford College of Emory University. I've been your host, KOP Kennedy Lucas. And always, like I like, I like to say, stay safe, stay swanky. today's show please head over to itunes give us a rating and leave a review
please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.